This call is being recorded. Yo, what's up, bud? Hey, hey, what's going on? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How's your Saturday morning deluxe treating you? It's been pretty all right, doing the old cannabis coffee for the podcast, which I, I never do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what, like, the podcast pros, they're always on caffeine and weed, you know? It was like, yeah, it it's kind like of like a, a, it's like a an awesome killer combo. combo. Oh, yeah. My, uh, cousin, my, one of my cousins would refer to it as, uh, the poor man's speedball. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that's a good description or not. <laughs> yeah, you just smoke a joint outside Starbucks. And then <laughs> while you're waiting for your mobile order. <laughs> yeah, that's classic, classic Washington, classic Washingtonian right there. I used to get Starbucks all the time, but it's so expensive now. Like, it's like over five bucks for a cup of my coffee. Like, it's so funny. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I, I uh, rarely go there. I, it's crazy. I just like noticed this last time I went. I went down to Pike Place uh, in Seattle uh, like a month or two ago. Um, they have the world world's first Starbucks down there, and I I never noticed that that's why there's this huge line there like 24/7. It's just like a huge tourist uh, spot there. Oh yeah, did you go to it? Did you wait in line? No, hell no. It was it was so long. People were waiting like all day in that thing. <laughs> not not worth it. It's just gonna taste the same as anywhere else. <laughs> all right. Well, since we're all like jacked up on cold brew and uh, nice and like wake and bake. Let's get a little conspiratorial. Alright? I got I got a nice I got a nice little conspiracy that has been brewing with me. And um I've heard Tim Dillon uh mention it. He said like he mentioned like baby boomers like wanting to control the wealth and being greedy. So um let me get into this, like, conspiracy. Um, so, you know, like, Baby Boomers, like, goes to basically, like, 1945 to 64. Like, those are the birth years of the Baby Boomer generation. Yeah, I always, I always forget what the what the range is for that. But, yeah, that's, that's what I imagine, I think, usually. <laughs> yeah, so my parents are late Baby Boomers. And so, like, were your parents born in, like, 1962 or something? Uh, yeah, they're about like 50 to 64 or something. I can't quite yeah. remember. So, so our parents, we were basically raised by like late baby boomers. Like that's who like taught us. Like we are like late millennials. And then, um, mm-hmm. you got Gen Z. Gen Zers are like, they're like millennials on acid, you know? You know how much like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gen Zers are like way crazier than us. And uh, like yeah. we're like the basic cheeseburger, and and they're like a animal style from In and Out or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah. so basically, the theory. Is, remember how I talked about? Oh, and also like our most recent episode is gaining like traction. Like it's been getting a lot of listeners. Oh, really? So I, I don't I even figured, remember what remember what we talked about. <laughs> I know that right. That's what I thought too. But then the main thing I remember touching on was remember how I was saying they should put like a surgeon general warning when you get a liberal arts degree to like tell you you're not going to get a job like in that degree, like, right. and um like that kind of stuff like how like like I think that was like the main thing I remember talking about. But um also we talked about how like I was like um iterating how. Mr. Lee was the only adult who ever, like, talked about money to us. Right. Like, out of all adults. So then that blooms. So then, like I mentioned, Tim Dillon has said, like, how baby boomers are greedy and, like, want to control the wealth. So then that kind of blossoms the idea. And, like, remember how, like, our moms were always trying to make us, like, like, emphasize how, like, kindness and, like, like, all that is, like, the most important thing in the world. 
But then if you're actually being realistic, you'd be like, no, dude, like earning money is actually the most, like who, nobody, when you're an adult, like all the other stuff, BS, like, dude, who cares? Like there's homeless people who are polite. Like, you know, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like they were just giving us, like our moms were feeding us like a crock basically for years. And then like our dads were like largely absent in like, in not absent in like coaching sports and stuff, but absent in like, ever discussing anything to do with at least for me because like now when I'm a cashier like I'll see kids that actually have to pay for stuff like with their parents but then they make the kid pay so I'm like they're teaching the kid like the importance of money but um at least I never like I never learned that like I never had to like pay for stuff or like never carried around my own money when I was a kid or like earned money it, it, it was just non-existent because we we just lived in bottle in like a rich suburb and it's just when you're just when you're you only notice money when you're super poor and like and you're and it's actually like apparent and it's actually like a real life thing but then we just grew up like scootering or like we're like in a scooter gang and like like i was talking about this morning on my solo pod i was just saying like how sheltered at least i grew up like super sheltered like never didn't smoke weed till senior year of high school. Didn't have my first kiss till I was 19. <laughs> no, didn't lose. Wouldn't it be funny if I lost my virginity before that? No, didn't lose. Uh, <laughs> vir, didn't lose virginity till I was almost 21. It was like March 9th, March 9th of 2014. <laughs> and, um, no, but I was just like reflecting on how sheltered I grew up. So I was, and then combined, cause, cause like you know when you get like baked, and then I became a stoner when I was like eighteen, almost nineteen, and you know how you get baked and like you, the main thing you forget about is like real life things, like the meaning of money, <laughs> like you forget that like money is even a thing, and you get like all like earthy, you know. Um, right, right. So I was just talking about how I had like a perfect, and and also I'm like super creative, so I was always like striving, and for some in. And also felt like I it must have been like uh for some reason you just feel like you deserve or feel like well deserved um like I should make money doing like creative stuff, which probably has like a one in ten thousand chance of making a living doing this type of stuff like realistically because there's like more than two million podcasts out there but um no, my main point was that um. Like you, are you picking up what I'm saying? How like the baby boomers like completely like neglected. They like kind of just, or at least in my opinion, or at least in the environment that I was raised. That I mean, because we weren't raised. Yeah. Like, if you're raised in like the hood, then like money's everything. Because it only matters when you don't have it. Really? Right, so money, you, money, survival. Yeah. Do you think, is, it a, is it a conspiracy that like baby boomers were like? Because then, because then you look at there's like the corporate structure of seniority where like they they are richer because they've been there 25 years. Like it's all based on how long, how old are you, how long have you been there? Like all these cor- corporate yeah. type types of jobs, and all like those BS jobs, you know, that aren't real jobs. Um, they aren't don't have real life implications like you know like policemen or firefighters are like real jobs you know and then there's like yeah, corporate yeah. jobs <laughs> there's corporate jobs that like shouldn't even ex- exist in reality like they are just um, they're just because corporations are like that's what like America is built on it's like these big businesses and like these billionaire CEOs and stuff but um, no what was my point was um no is it was do you think it's on purpose or is it kind of just like the environment that we are raised um like you know what i'm saying is it a conspiracy yeah. that the baby boomers were kind of trying to control the wealth from the millennials in yeah i mean so there's a, a few things <coughs> that, sorry clear my voice that jumped to mind uh um so you know i was thinking about uh, what you said about uh like our our moms raising like the politeness and social skills. <clears throat> Excuse me. I I think I would ar- argue that uh that there is some like utility to that in uh <clears throat> in jobs, you know, with like 
learning like cooperation, like collaboration and that sort of thing. But um, yeah, I don't know if, if if that was even what we was. I don't even know if that was part of your uh, part of your conspiracy. Was that like it's sort of like built into the structure that? <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> my voice is getting lost. <laughs> um, that that that's something that's part of like the. Uh, the uh, the structure that like keeps us from learning about that that kind of <clears throat> learning how to like take back control with with uh, money and power and that kind of thing. <clears throat> Sorry, I think I might need a sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well let me just dive in there for a sec. Um, sure, sure. I think it's more about our dads. It's more about like rich dads, like kind of hobbling. And putting their sons on crutches. By oh wait, hold up! Them. I lost your I lost your voice for a second. Oh wait, can you hear me now? Yo. Hello. Hello. You still there? Hey, sorry, I lost. Uh, yeah, I lost. I lost your voice for a second. Oh, wait, that was only like. Uh, can yeah, you hear me now, though? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was only a second. Right, no, I was saying. All right, are you ready? It's more about the rich yeah, dads. Yeah. Rich dads hobbling their sons and putting their sons on financial crutches. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like, in in retrospect, yeah, I, I can now see what happened in retrospect. Like, as a 30 year old man, I'm like, oh, that's the problem there. Like, I and I know how people are like, don't blame your parents for everything. You know, like, it's not. You can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but you know, yeah, so it's like, don't, it's not your parents' fault, <laughs> no, but it, there is something to, it's actually more valuable growing up in a tough financial situation than growing up with, like, where money's not even a thing. It's, right, right. Because then, because then I, I grew like up it, and it, stopped. It's hard. I, I it, yeah, it's say, harder. Oh, yeah. wait, let me, let me just, sorry. Cause then I thought like the yeah, world was going to give me, I just thought the world was going to give me like everything like in my twenties. Right, like, right. Just cause I was like a good yeah, yeah. creative guy. All right. What were you going to say? Um, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. When, when I think of like baby boomers and, and the conspiracy to like keeping control of money, well, actually not, now, now comes to mind like the, I mean, I just I just think of like the corporations like Shell, like gas station companies, like the huge like corporate uh, monopoly kind of things, um, and like that that shows succession with the uh, uh, the legacy media company that was like basically the whole drama is that like they're they're gonna get tanked because like new new media is coming out like and they're just like desperately clinging to like this. Uh, to their their money and power, uh, that's you know trying to be claimed by like the new generation, right? And there's a yeah, there, there's like a lot of hoarding that's like uh, I think a net loss for society because people will do like heinous things and they'll implement heinous policies to uh, uh, to keep to keep that uh, that money and power. You know, I don't know. That's just where my brain went with that the conspiracy. Okay. Um, yeah, I never watched – sorry, I just got hit a weed. Uh, I never watched Succession, but heard it was good. But um, I think – yeah, well, of course. It, losing your voice. Yeah. Wait, can you hear me? Oh, I think I know why. Sorry, one second. What, should we just hang up and call back? Do do you still there? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> are you using like a headphone or something? I figured out. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got a headset that finally works. Um, but I have oh, yeah. other things that we're trying to connect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like a Bluetooth situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I okay. I think it's a bit of you know how the kids say like gaslighting. You know how that's like a term. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a bit of gaslighting. And I think it's like definitely has to be like an epidemic of people who are now 
our age who are now about 30 years old and they were raised they were raised in the suburbs in like these kind of rich families in like kind of unrealistic situations and um and then it's a bit of gaslighting where so many of them just went to like state schools and just got these useless liberal arts degrees that I went to college twice and got and graduated two separate times with like a useless liberal arts degree. And, um, but it's kind of like, why didn't someone stop them and say, you should get a degree that will actually be able to earn you money. Cause then you're going to reach a point where you're out of college and you need to earn money. So why wouldn't you, you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like these degrees yeah. shouldn't, shouldn't even exist really. Or that there, there should be some extreme type of warning on this. Like, you know what? Because there's, because there's people like me who will like, who are kind of like gullible and will like fall for like these types of like BS degrees. Like, it's more like, and it's yeah. it's definitely it's the college being a business, and the college is just getting your money, and they don't care about like, I mean like real colleges like Harvard, like Ivy League schools care about like how good a job they, they, they'll brag about how good of jobs their graduates get. But um yeah, not yeah. like Wazoo like Wazoo doesn't care about what you do after. Like go ahead, go be a farmer in the middle of Washington. I, I mean yeah. care, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's Wazoo, dude. Like it's a it's a party school. <laughs> but um, I'm an astrophysicist astrophysicist farmer. <laughs> <laughs> like the movie like Interstellar. Like that's like Matthew McConaughey. He's like a physicist farmer, you know? Uh, remember Interstellar? I don't know from the, from like yeah yeah that movie's yeah. movie's great. Yeah. Um, right, I was just gonna say from like the from like a parent's perspective, like you know you want you want your kid to like do what they want, right? But you know yeah, I guess in the future I would I would have trouble like with uh, I don't know you know there's like the college experience like argument too, which is like you know kind of learn to socialize in those years in a different way uh, away from the parents. But, uh, yeah, I would have trouble, like, paying for a degree that was, like, you know, like a right, yeah. non-science and engineering degree, awesome degree. Yeah, I would argue that the kid, the 18-year-old, dude, think, think of how, like, young and stupid you are. Like, they don't really know what they want. Like, what they really want is a, is a degree that's going to get them a good career. But they just don't know how to put that into words. So then they end up going and getting, yeah. like, a like a philosophy degree or some like complete, like an English degree or something or something that like, yeah. And um, yeah. Everything sounds, mm-hmm. every job, every career when you're that age sounds shitty too. Right. Like you remember those, those, uh, I think we talked about this before, but those, those things that we took in high school that were like, uh, you like basically like type in all your interests and stuff. And then it gives you like, a uh, like an aggregate aggregation of the uh, uh, all the careers that you could career paths that you could take. I don't know if you remember that, like yeah, that stupid I, software thing. I remember two of them, like was like garbage man and like zoologist. But I don't know, like <laughs> I don't know a single zoologist. <laughs> but, but I mean, I see yeah. a lot of. But garbage man is a good career. But um, but I'm not, but. If I was plugging into that questionnaire, I would. It, one of the questions would be, "Do you smoke weed?" And you definitely wouldn't want a a garbage man who smokes weed, because that's like a operating <laughs> yeah. heavy machinery kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, what I mean, like, unless you're like, yeah, like riding on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but remember, like, like Zookeeper, like the Kevin James movie with Joe Rogan that we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the jobs were just so, so terrible. Also, there's like just like the descriptions back then. Like you couldn't even like you couldn't even grok the information. Like you're just like, what the hell is this? What the hell is this position? Like I don't even get what it is. What it is. I I feel like the career suggestions were always just like completely out of left field. Like you're like, I'm not gonna be a marine biologist, you know, or like I'm not. That like odds are they're always just like odd. I mean, like accountant was always a good career, or um, like astronaut was like always like an unrealistic goal. 
or um, like teacher was always something. But now that you're like, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, that would just be, I, I couldn't really see myself. It'd be weird to be a teacher. Like I wouldn't, I don't want to do that. Like that seems like a weird, like I'm more like, more like actor. Like that was one. Like I could try to be an actor. Or yeah, um, yeah. what were some other ones? Like dancer would be one. <laughs> yeah, I think they have some ridiculous ones on there. I'm pretty sure they were like catering to uh to uh some of like the uh, unrealistic dreams of of younger kids with those too. <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be like you could be like a geologist, or you could be like a paleontologist. <laughs> Or like, but you know how much like specific school you'd have to go to to be a paleontologist, and like how much like <laughs> probably like <that. laughs> like apprenticeship you'd have to do, and like years of studying, and like you'd have to like live in Africa or something, you know? You'd have to get like okay. malaria yeah. shots. <laughs> like, I'm just imagining be, now, like <laughs> it would change your I'm life. I'm just imagining that like ninety percent of ninety percent of those jobs they tried to show us were probably just like some. Some job that has something to do with rocks. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just obsessed with the earth. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, because there, but there must be people that do pursue those jobs, but they're just very interested in that specific. Like I'm not that interested right. in anything. Like I mean, a cool job would be like a sports anchor. Like, that would be cool for me. I'd be like. Yeah, yeah, I want to be like sports center. Like that's <laughs> like that that's like a cool unrealistic job. Or I mean yeah, or, I mean like a very 21st like a very 2023 kind of thing is to say I want to be a podcaster and I want to make money podcasting. Like I think right, that's right. probably that's probably what lots of like high schoolers are um saying they want to do in the future. They're like I want to be a social media influencer. Like that's how they want to make money. You know, that's mm-hmm. how, that's like the new thing for, but like, it's, think of how impossible it is to be an influencer. Like, what are the, what are the odds? It, you know, like, how does it even work? It, it's, a, it's all the algorithm, right? It's just, it's like TikTok just feeds these people the, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, sorry, I was grabbing okay. some water. <laughs> I just got, I trailed off. <laughs> what do you, what do you think? Like, um, how is it, influencers, it, if you actually think about it, it kind of doesn't make sense. Like, there's no equivalent to it from, like, when we were growing up. Like, there was no, like, who were these influencers in the year, like, 2004? Like, what were they doing? Yeah. You know? What I were these people been, doing? Wait, wouldn't it? When did YouTube start again? There, there was like the YouTube, YouTube? uh, yeah, YouTube, YouTube shorts and stuff. I think YouTube started in maybe oh five or oh six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what when, was that yeah, one? we were just making stupid, stupid content. <laughs> what was that one duo from? I think you're from Cleveland, and you showed me them. They had like a name, like this name and this name, and you oh, watch their videos. Day, Frank and Frank and Dago, right? Frank uh, and Dago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. F and D films. They were cool. They had, they had the Mentos video. Uh, yeah, shout, shout out to them. <laughs> Dude, they were like early influencers. Like that, definitely, yeah. They, they started like their own business from uh, like video production. I think I haven't seen any of their stuff in a while, but I think they're still out there. And then you had like the Paul brothers were early on but um but i mean when i think influencer i think more recently like tiktok or instagram like i you know like these people these random people with like 1.7 million followers it's like and but it's always just like fake looking like 23 year old you know i mean like just plastic chicks that like they look going to look like real people really yeah, I yeah, I honestly don't I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get where they get the, this uh this like clout and stuff from. I mean, I mean, it's usually like just models, and I mean, but if if it's dudes, the, the dudes that become famous are like the ones that are more impressive. Cause it, like 
it, usually if you're a girl, it's just based on how hot you are, obviously. And um, but no, the dudes, it's like a complete crapshoot to become like an influencer as a dude. Like unless you're like super jacked, like a lot of them, they'll be like muscle bound. But um. Right. Or they're super like, jack or super funny. <laughs> exactly. I was gonna say super fun like Frank and Dago or like or they're like just super like um motivated and like aspirational, like the Paul brothers. Like weren't they just like right. they, yeah, just, they just have an engine, you know, they just keep doing it like every day. They put out multiple videos. You got your like, like your wellness uh wellness creators. Yeah, like Jocko, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like David Goggins. Just people who are, like, crazy and, like, if you actually think about, like, when Jocko says you should, he, he says, like, wake up at 4.30 a.m., like, it kind of contradicts the health and wellness stuff that, like, it says how important sleep is, you know? Yeah. Like, why are you waking up at 4.30? Like, wake up at 6.30. Like, get those two extra hours yeah, of sleep. That's, like, that's, that's absurd. I, I would feel like shit if I woke up at 4.30, even if I did work out. <laughs> Well, I mean, and then it's like, it begs the question, when are you falling asleep? Like, are you, I mean, if you're falling asleep at nine o'clock, then it's not as, not that bad. Yeah. But if you, yeah, he's probably, but, he's probably got an early, early Betty Witty time. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think about like the general essence of my theories today? I mean, I mean, obviously like the internet has changed everything. The, the, I mean, but the internet was around when we were growing up, though. But it was just, it was, it was, and it's like, I would say social media and podcasts have really changed everything, which happened, like, towards our, like, high school years, really. But, yeah, um, it's, been, it's been growing, and it's been connecting in different ways. Yeah, the podcasts are, like, are a pretty wild thing. It's weird that, like, we've probably both been listening to them for, like, five, five to ten years or something crazy, and they... The the way that it like I think podcasts like change your brain in a in a in a positive way for the most part like you can you can learn from them you can like learn to socialize from them and learn to tell stories from them and all that kind of stuff I don't know I don't know if that's related to what we're talking about I think there's benefit to listening to people conversate because people don't have conversations in real life as much because they just like check out and look at their phone and they like. People literally, I think there's a good to listening to people just talk for a while. Um, like that, Rogan has said that before. But um, no, I think in podcasts, I think don't do you think a decade from now podcasts are way bigger than they are now? Like, do you think they're still on the roller coaster, like kicking on the way up, you know, to the top of the? Uh, yeah, I, I think that I think well. I think they'll become more immersive. I don't know how. Uh, yeah, did you see the uh, uh, video of the first ever podcast in the metaverse with uh, Zuckerberg and uh, Lex Friedman? No, dude. Tell me about it. So they uh, they got that MetaQuest Three. I think it's I think it just came out like this week. It's like the new VR headset, but uh, apparently it has like really good like facial. Uh, tracking and facial recognition kind of stuff and what they did is they like uploaded photorealistic um like images of themselves into the metaverse basically and they had a full podcast with like that was like where basically there were like holograms that were, they were seeing of each other um so they could like see their facial expressions in real time on this like photorealistic hologram in uh with the headset on <laughs> uh, <laughs> that makes any sense uh you, i guess it's better set, uh watched than uh, ex- explained but um it's pretty wild like it that, that could really change podcasting like you could really feel in the room with uh with a couple of people oh so are you saying like your avatar would be like in the room like in the podcast studio like next to Jamie. Yeah, it's basically. Well, are, are you saying yeah, like what yeah. you would see? You would see that. Yeah, and they have photorealistic avatars of themselves too, and that and the headsets like track their facial expressions and all that stuff. So um, basically, it's like changing your avatar in real time to like it's basically just like you in like a different space, but like 
a like a photo digital copy of you. <laughs> like it's really really crazy. Uh, I mean, do you think that kind of stuff is the future, or do you think it's just the future for like rich people in like LA and New York in Austin? Yeah, I don't know. Like for now, it's still kind of like a. It's a little bit like out of the price range of like I guess the average person. The the new headsets actually, it's I, I want to say it's only like five five hundred to six hundred bucks, which is like fairly I don't know. It's pricey, but it's not like it's not anything too crazy. But I don't know. It could take a while for these things to catch on. I don't know how cheap they could even end up be, becoming. Um, I, I don't know. I would say. But, I mean, you know how there's people who, like, will casually play video games, like, 10 hours a day, you know? Um, like, yeah. those, are the kind, those are the kinds of people who are going to be delving into these new adventures, you know? Yeah, like, for sure, kind of, yeah. And video games are, video games are pretty, pretty, pretty widely, widely popular, too. So, oh, it, it could happen. More, VR is still not very popular. Um, yeah, but video games are more popular than ever. Like you said, there's like yeah, yeah. like tons of people will just play and and gamers like they'll play like like I said they'll play for hours a day like a crazy amount of time. Yeah, people play people play too many. It's a it's a dopamine issue, but um, <laughs> yeah. Like, do you ever play video games nowadays? Yeah, I do. I I try to limit myself. Uh, like I, I went on a little bit of a tear tear last night, but I try to like balance with like with books and stuff so that I don't like, I don't know, it can make people depressed if they just like are binging like, uh, you know, binging video games 24-7. So, so, so what about, so all this AI stuff, like how soon do you think it's coming? Like, do you think it's coming like in the next five years? Like the kind of like AI, like revolution, like, like jobs being like, you know, like all the casual, not, you know, all the low, like, minimum wage jobs being replaced by robots, basically, um, that kind of stuff. Like, do you think that's coming, like, very soon? I mean, it's already happening, kind of, but slowly. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll have uh, – I forgot what uh, Sam Altman, the guy, that the CEO of uh, OpenAI, the guy – remember we talked about ChatGBT um, – He's like the CEO of that company. Uh, he was actually just on Joe Rogan uh, a couple of days ago. You should check that out. Um, but he, uh, I think he had some some estimate of things. I forgot what he said. But yeah, it, it sounds like there could be artificial general intelligence in the next like five years with uh, like the new with GPT uh, building on itself. I think that's like I think it's pretty pretty soon here. Yeah, next five years maybe. I mean, the real question is, like, how does it change, like, jobs? Like, how does it – does it affect the economy, you know? Or, like, does it like, – how many jobs, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's going to be replaced? Or, like, what happens? Yeah. Like, do people stop earning yeah. money? Yeah, I think it's going to be a huge impact. I think right now, though, it's uh, it's basically just used as a tool. Like, I use it at my job uh, most pretty much every day, uh, and a lot of other people do too, uh, I don't know, man, yeah, once, once it gets good, then, like, our, our roles are going to change, and that's going to, it's going to ripple through the economy for sure, I don't know, I don't yeah. know how, though, it seems, like, pretty hard to, hard to predict, that, uh, guy on Joe Rogan's podcast, yeah, Sam Altman, he was talking about how he, he 10 years ago thought that, uh, uh, what did he say? I think he thought that like the creative artistic jobs would be replaced last and then now it's like all it's all changing for him, I think. The whole like basically what his expectations were are inverted on like which jobs will be replaced first. Um I don't know. You'll have to check out the podcast. I was kind of like half listening. <laughs> uh yeah, I, I think, like, the live performances yeah. become more valuable. Like, going to live shows and seeing these, like, real famous people. Like, people oh, are going yeah, like, crave, crave human beings. Right. Yeah, you have, yeah. You have to keep – got to keep the human part of, part of everything. Otherwise, it's just 
don't know. Like, things are going to start becoming, like, too good, I think, which is going to be, like, I was, like, making the joke the other day that, like, AI is going to make art so good that we're going to, like, the best artists will be humans that just make it, like, perfectly shitty, shittier enough <laughs> that it's, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, that's get what that makes... shitty human touch. <laughs> like, the Picasso element. Like, that's what yeah, makes exactly. it human. Like, the coloring outside right. the lines. Like, the real question is, yeah, do yeah. you think, could AI do what we what me and you do like could they replicate us <laughs> you know? like how good because you know how like the famous like have you ever heard like a like i think tim dillon has probably done it where or like mark norman they'll have like they'll ask ai to like do them you know like yeah, do you yeah. Think, how good do you think ai is going to get at like replicating podcasts because it is just voices so they and they could just make they couldn't copy the voices you know and they can like get the general essence of what we talk about because we've talked so many hours yeah. on so what do you think yeah it's it's gonna get pretty good it's already the voices are already good the uh i can't remember if we talked about uh the synthesis kind of stuff that they're doing did we talk about like how they can make like spongebob sing queen and that kind of stuff like Wait, do do what to SpongeBob? They can make SpongeBob sing a Queen, like any Queen song or any song virtually. They can make any character that has enough like data sing any song. <laughs> if that makes sense. So like, Dude, you it's have like Mr. Krabs singing like Gangster's Paradise and like <laughs> whatever. Dude, it, it's like Glee. SpongeBob, but do you remember the show Glee? Why is it like? Uh, remember, I remember Glee, that, they would, I don't know much about it. They they would always just break into song randomly. Like that's what it's like <laughs> if every if every T V character was in Glee in the like that was like the essence right, of that yeah. show was like that they just sing a lot. But um <laughs> that know, is, life is a musical. That, that is a funny example. Like that's a good way to like put it in like a real life like now I can picture what you're talking about. Like, oh I could see Homer yeah. Simpson singing don't worry be happy <laughs> yeah. right right yeah yeah and but yeah i think yeah it'll capture capture the essence of each person i think the plan is like i've heard them talking about how like each person will own like basically own like the rights to themselves as like an ai you know what i mean or like they'll own like the slice of like ai power that'll be like theirs to uh behold it's like an extension of themselves i guess i don't know it's weird. <laughs> but, okay, I, do you see it affecting, like, Joe Rogan's audience? Like, now that I think about it, I don't think he'll lose any listeners. I think everyone will still listen to the real person as long as they're still alive. But then maybe once they're gone, mm, yeah. they, once they're no longer with us, then they could produce, like, they could produce, like, Norm MacDonald podcast right now, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, I guess the problem do? is, like, when it becomes like virtually indistinguishable, it's like we we might not even know uh, when we're getting what we're getting. But yeah, that's why you said that the live the live experience might be the only only thing that makes sense anymore. <laughs> like you have to well, go to and, live yeah live tapings or whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, and also like you have the video element with like most of these famous podcasts, you know. So I mean, yeah, but the the video still, the video might get that'll be like the last thing, but the videos gonna get there too where it'll just really? be like oh that's that's just joe rogan talking <laughs> that that's gonna <laughs> take longer but yeah but the, but then the question would be like what would be the point in fooling us the audience like what would they have to gain from hiding the real joe rogan like because he i i assume right. he just enjoys doing what he does and he just because you know what i mean like he wouldn't right. do it he wouldn't do it three hours a day if he didn't love doing it because he doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, realistically, he wouldn't want to. But if he needed to, he could save time by, like, you know, he could do other but, shit while he generates uh, generates <laughs> one persona, right? Like, it's just like a time saver, I guess. I don't know. But then it's like, yeah, what always, are you doing with your time then? <laughs> but, but he always says that he enjoys having conversations and, like, learning about these specific subjects. Like he actually says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 
he wouldn't do it if he didn't love it. But um, right, I know right. what you mean. Like, I know he could multitask. Like, of course. But um, but no, there's. I, I don't think there's any point. Um, I don't know. There's a low flying. Do you hear that airplane? No. Nah. Okay. I'm sitting. Yeah, I think by, uh, no, I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting by the garden right now. But um, yeah, it really like. Yeah, it's funny to think. I don't think anyone's gonna listen to like AI Joe Rogan. Like who? I wouldn't really want to listen to it. I would still listen to the real people. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'd only do it out of curiosity, or if I wanted like extra bonus content. But yeah, you still gotta have like the the real deal. Yeah, I would but, think. Oh. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely gonna make. I think there's gonna be even more depression problems in the future because people are gonna be like, like if AI just takes care of everything, it's like, hey, what do we do? What do we do now? Yeah, I know. Like people, a lot of people will lose their purpose in like the coming decades, probably. That's like a. I mean, but then we'll just be pro- think... prompters, maybe. What do you mean? Uh, we'll oh just, like, yeah, we give we'll it just prompt, prompt. prompt to create this, create what we want to create, and do it. Yeah, do what we want that's, the robots to do. And that's us. Dude, you just hit the nail on the head. That that's going to be one of those new careers that kids want to grow up and do in the next coming years. They're going to be saying, they're going to say, "I want to be a prompt creator." That's going to yeah, be it. Yeah, they'll be like, "Yeah, prompt it." They had like prompt engineers, even jobs coming out, but I think they kind of fell. But, but uh, I think that's a, like a legitimate thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, prompters. Like it does take some like creativity to actually like prompt uh, uh, GPT for like good images and uh, um, other sorts of things. Like you have to be pretty. You still have to be. You have to be pretty good like with language. Honestly, like I think that's going to be important in the future. Oh, so you it has to do with like English and being like good at like grammar and like words and stuff sentences yeah i think that yeah i think being well read will be a Dude, bonus doesn't this whole conversation it does make you feel old now though right like now that we're talking about like the future of robots then it actually makes us feel yeah like we've been around because like we remember a time like, before before smartphones even yeah, we're like literally part of part of the future. <laughs> we're like in the future, right? like the way that we thought about the future when we were younger. It's like we're kind of oh, yeah. in it right now. We're in history. Well, it's just like me yeah, and you talked about back. We talked back to the future, and now now it says um, it begs that you should watch Back to the Future too, because that's when they go to 2015 and they go into the future and. They kind of, and you can kind of compare right now to like what they projected, you know. I did, I did watch two. I just, did, I didn't watch three, but I did watch two. Yeah, yeah, it was Ooh. good. Yeah, what what do you think about their 2015? Like, didn't Future Biff? He was kind of like Trump, right? Like people have said that. Yeah, from what I remember, it's geez, how long has it been since we watched those? Was that like we January did we do that podcast? January. Oh, yeah, it's almost been a year already. Yeah, it's been I, a while. I would have watched it almost a year ago. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I remember it. I remember it being good though. How recently did you watch Back to the Future Two? I think I watched it like right after the first one because I bought that uh, that box set um, that had three. Oh, you did? And then I heard oh. I heard the third one wasn't all that great, so I didn't I didn't watch it yet. <laughs> oh, I would do I would do a we could do a film flip for Back to the Future Three. I'd be down. <laughs> we do. We haven't done it. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the. I'll do the worst one in the trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> the third one. <laughs> that could be something. Um, I like having yeah, like deep. We can go on on the wild, wild west. <laughs> Dude, I'd be down. I'd be down to watch the third one again. Yeah. Um, I like having these kinds of conversations though. Like these are kind of interesting. To be like. What's the future going to be like? <laughs> it's yeah, kind of funny. Interesting. It's kind of funny. Uh, anything else? Do you want to wrap up? Yeah, we can wrap. Uh, oh, I did have the tattoo story. I don't know. I could make it. I can make it short. That if we oh, yeah, did you figure ahead. out if I told that or not? 
just go ahead. I don't I don't remember. I don't think you did. Just go ahead and tell us about the tattoo expo. Sure, sure. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I'll set the scene by saying like I've ne- never got a tattoo, and uh, uh, I I sat on an, an idea for like twenty, geez, twenty years or something. Wait, how old am I? Not twenty years. Uh, <laughs> well. 12 years or so, yeah, since I was 18, I was like, I had the stupid idea, it was like a chaos symbol with a bunch of eyeballs in it, uh, it's kind of dumb, but I was like, yeah, I'll probably get something like this eventually, and then I just like kept postponing it, getting lazy about it, and just like, yeah, I'll probably regret it, so I'm not going to get it, <laughs> yeah, I just like kept thinking I would just regret whatever I got anyway, so why bother, uh, but anyway, yeah, my wife bought some, uh, tickets to the Tattoo Expo, um, and we... I basically decided right when we got there because we saw these. Uh, they have like a basically like a she's like a hundred at least tattoo artists there. Just like they got their their uh, ink out and their their uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, they just call them tattoo guns, I guess. Um, they're just uh, yeah, pretty much operating on people. They got a bunch of cool art, art there, um, and they have these little a bunch of the stands had a bunch of these little, you know, like these vending capsules, um, sort of like how you like, you can get like toys out of them and like the Fred Meyer, uh, entryways, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So 20, you put the, 25 cents in crane. and you get, get a little vending capsule. The crane. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a crane. Yeah. Except just like the quarter, the quarter one. Um, okay. anyway, yeah, they, uh, they, uh, have a bunch of those and they have, a. Uh, you pay like 200 bucks, heavies are pricey, and you pay 200 bucks and you just, uh, you put a quarter in and whatever comes out of that machine, there's like little pieces of paper in the capsules, uh, that's the tattoo that you get. <laughs> so uh, I was like, I'm, I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to do that because there's no way I'm going to be able to choose something and like take it seriously, you know. So uh, yeah, I ended up getting artist choice. So he gave me he gave me a choice between it was like a sushi roll, uh, a flower I think was the other one, and then there was like a, a, a rat, like a jackrabbit, a bunny thing. Uh, so I got the I got the stupid bunny on my arm. Uh, so I've just been <laughs> telling people it's a it's a re- uh, Matrix reference to seem cooler, but honestly it's it's kind of lame. But it's a it was a fun uh, fun first tap though. You could say it's a Donnie Darko reference. Oh, there you go, yeah. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, it does look kind of a little more, a little more like that one. <laughs> and you could say, could you I'll, say uh, rabbit? Because you're supposed to say rabbit, rabbit on the first day of the month. So you could say that. And now I do know what you talk, um, you mean. You mean like those machines that they're kind of like little slot machines and you put a quarter in yeah. and then you slide it, you like push the thing and slide the quarter in. And then it spits out like yeah, a little yeah. sticker. Yeah, there's like yeah. a little like sticker and a little. They call them a vending capsules, I guess. And you just open those up, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty, funny. Pretty cool little setup. Some, some <laughs> of them had uh, like you roll like a d20 dice, just like a 20-sided uh, nerd die. Uh, yeah, those options too for the oh, randomizer. Okay. A 20-sided but, uh, die. Yeah, all in all, it was pretty cool. Okay. Now, I want to talk more about, like, the future. I feel like we're getting in some, like, interesting territory with, like, the future stuff. Now that I think <laughs> – what what else What else are we saying? I want, I'm interested, like, how does it affect celebrities, you think? Like, does it affect, like – do you think it's, like, the end of influencers? Like, I think influencers have, like, less legs as a career than, like, podcasters. Like, I – but then if you're able to, like – to replicate podcasts, then it then it's like what were the advertisers going to do? Um, you know, I have so many questions. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, going to be one, one thing that's coming to mind. It's not necessarily like influencer, but like uh, for content creators, uh, I've seen a lot of cool AI generated stuff. So like a lot of the stupid ones are like I don't know if you've messed with uh, Bing's image creator. Um, but you can like, you give it a prompt and it'll create like any image, uh, any image you want pretty much, you know, within reason, like they don't, they have sensors, 
censorship on that kind of thing. But um, anyway, people will like the memes lately are like slideshows on TikTok that are like AI generated uh, pictures and they're in like a slideshow format. So you like, and they sort of tell a story over it with, uh, with text. Um, it, they're really hard to explain, but like they're, they're just humorous usually, usually and they, uh, people are using, uh, yeah, the image, image generators to, uh, just create content like that. And, and also video is becoming like more possible. AI generated video is pretty, it's pretty weird and disturbing right now. It's not very like realistic, but, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of interesting content with it though. Yeah. So we're going to become like, kind of like catalysts of, um, creation, I guess. Um, I'm definitely, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm not really into the whole like meta thing. Like I'm definitely not trying to get like a virtual headset and like, I don't really want to spend any time in the virtual universe. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I can understand that. It's, I mean, it's, it's weird. I, I don't, you know, I don't really spend much time in there besides like gaming. I don't imagine myself being very social and like, social in that universe it seems a lot of people play like virtual poker and stuff and uh i, I have no interest in in that kind of thing <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know if i have anything else to what What about bert going sober for a while what do you think about that oh yeah i just heard he like i don't know if it was like doctor's orders or what but it seemed like he had some sort of wake-up call that he uh shouldn't be drinking as much as he is. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. What did, you, what did you hear? Yeah. I think he said he weighed like 270 or something. But And then he was smoking more weed. Like, I listened to him and Dan Soder, and he was smoking a lot of weed then. And it seems like if you're a professional comedian, weed is pretty much like almost like steroids, you know, like, because it kind of just relaxes you and makes you, like, chatty and stuff, but, um, yeah, it makes make some you, people it make more, you funnier and more lighthearted, too. Yeah, but it makes some people, like, more, like, introspective and, like, scared, you know how it makes you, like, scared, <laughs> you get, like, scared out of nowhere, you know, when you're, like, <laughs> like yeah, like actually that. happened to me. Last night, since I've been like, I've been trying to go a little, a little deeper lately, just, just to see, uh, see what effects it has on me. Because uh, I, I used to have like bad, bad anxiety, and so it used to be like worse. Um, but I think these days I can kind of control my anxiety. So like, yeah, a moment came up yesterday where I was like, oh, my heart's beating real fast, and then I was just kind of like, I just like breathed through it, and I was like, oh, I just got kind of high for a second. <laughs> like it's just kind of like, not a big deal, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it, it'll make, or it'll just make you, like, worry about, like, stuff out of nowhere. And then you have to be, like, but then you have to be, like, you're the bigger self and be, like, and all you have to yeah. do is just remember that you're high and just be, like, wait, I'm baked, so, like, I'm not really taking what I'm thinking seriously. Just be, like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. baked. That's right. You have to, you, rain, you just have to you remember. You have to your thoughts. You have to rein your thoughts in because sometimes the, uh, uh, the what do you call it? Like the like the snowballing or like the rabbit hole kind of effect of like a chain of thoughts is can get kind of weird, right? Oh, like it, yeah, it can but, become like but, yeah, a little aggressive. Well, like because it's stuff that you would never consider if you hadn't smoked weed. Like that's the effect of smoking weed because it like it'll make people yeah. realize that they're gonna be like gone one day. Like that's like the main effect of it. Yeah. Yeah, and like right. I yeah, it'll that, open and, like, channels. <laughs> Yeah, and then that's why you get, like, all creative, because you're like, I'm going to leave my footprint, you know? But, um, mm-hmm. no, but you know what I'm saying? How, like, you have to have, like, the bigger self that, like, just remembers in the back of your mind that you're like, oh, yeah, I smoked weed before this. So, like, therefore, like, I'm not, like, taking everything, like, I, I take, you just take everything with a grain of salt, right? When you're, when you're hot, right? Right. You're like, yeah, you're yeah. Like, just, I, just remember you smoked weed, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know I totally get what you mean. Yeah, you can yeah. kind of like, uh, there's like the, uh, what does it call it? How it, 
like the uh, the if you imagine like the man in your head, the one that's at like the uh, in the control room. This little, this little dude, little dude sitting up there, and you're behind your eyes, like that's like the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking. About. I'm to myself here. <laughs> it's like kind of like Cabin in the Woods. Like, remember, didn't we talk about Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, yeah. Like, remember how they they have that control room where where they're making all those right, right. stuff happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you just have to, and then it gets it gets back to like the dopamine overflow that you were talking about, like with video games. Like it just like the weed, especially now that it's like so powerful nowadays. Like it'll hit your brain with like a dopamine rush, and then you'll be like, "Why is everything not exactly the way I want it?" Like I kind of get into that space sometimes, or I'm like, or I get like frustrated with like how the world is, even like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I ever, if I ever find myself getting frustrated while I'm baked, but because then you get into like some dark, like you're like, oh, it's all like this money control, and and then you get in, like those rabbit holes, you know, <laughs> like the Dave Smith kind of yeah. like, conversation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You um, kind of have to end up like giving up control to like for it to be like enjoyable, right? <laughs> like it's kind of well, like a big thing, I think. It's like a surrender. Yeah, to the yeah. surrendering to like the way that like it's like a cheap trick song called surrender, surrender. Yeah. Um, um, that and accepting that like you no one person can change like not even Gandhi changed the world. You know what I'm saying? Like not even right. not even the president the president doesn't even make a difference really of the United States. Like think of how powerful right. like, the people get and they still don't they don't make a difference. Like, so if you think that, like, yeah. you are going to make a difference, like, not even Joe Rogan makes a difference, and, like, billions of people know him, and he's the most popular, yeah. he's literally, do you think he's literally the most popular person in the world? I think there's an argument to be made. Uh, Yeah, he's got, like, probably the, one of the broader reaches out there, for sure. Yeah. I mean, as far as, like, um, name recognition, but... Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. We, we, yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's it's about right. surrender and just being like, who cares, dude? We get one ride. Yeah. yeah. One, it doesn't I was matter. gonna say it. It makes you want to be like a little less. Makes me want to be a little less like individualistic, right? Because like, yes, yeah, there's only only so much you can do yourself, you know, and with your own ego, like you kind of have to just like, kind of have to accept like other people into into part of the thing to to create like positive power you know <laughs> well i mean um, you're right it, it definitely it makes me more individualistic in some ways because like just like i used to do the pod i used to only do the podcast by myself but then now that you say that it is like the podcast did get better when i started bringing in like a ton of like friends and like family and and then i got like some famous podcasters and you know just like trying to get more guests yeah, it did get better right, yeah, yeah. when it diversified a little bit. Um, yeah, that's the power of com- community. Much but as it I does hate make... it, sometimes I just want to <laughs> isolate. <laughs> well, I mean, you're right. You're right. It does get like, it does get more like worrisome when you're always getting baked and then you're always by yourself. Because you're right. Then you then right. you do find yourself getting too much in your like own head, and you do like find yourself like. I need, it's almost like I need to put a reminder, like, right on my phone that says, like, remember, you smoked weed. Because, <laughs> like, because I probably did, like, <laughs> recently. So then, so then I can, like, yeah. be like, oh, yeah, don't, don't worry about this. Like, or, or just be like, dude, think about the people who only care about, like, money. Like, think of how, like, like, at least me and you, like, we care about, like, culture and, like, the arts and, like, creating, like, a decent amount. You know, like we don't necessarily, like, yeah. we don't necessarily like get like financial gain from this, but we get, but we still right. gain like some, we get something out of it though. But um, yeah, definitely. But you know, like you, like I feel like it's more lonely of a life to only be motivated because then you get back to money and be like, there's some people who, because I've talked about how like, oh, here's a question I forgot I was gonna ask, is do you think like 
do you think like being good at money and like being money centric, do you think it's more based on like, is it like genetic or is it like, is it nature or nurture? Is it like the environment you were raised in? Or do you think it's just like per chance that some people are like good at it? And then, and, or is it like some people are more cynical and some people are more like naive, you know, when, what do you think? Yeah, it's a good question. I think like, Definitely, there's like a nature thing. I think people, uh, there are people that are motivated motivated by greed for sure, which is like, uh, I don't know. There's just like this, there's this idea sold to like American people, especially that like, like wanting to be a billionaire. It's just it's kind of an insane, insane thing. Like, I don't think anyone should should strive for that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, I might I might need to head off uh, shortly there anyway. <laughs> yeah. At least we made it over an hour. Um, wait, yeah, so, it worked. Yeah. So what you're – wait, let's just wrap it up on that point, though. Um, yeah, so sure. you're saying that it's kind of – it's kind of like the American dream to, like, get a giant house and, like, buy a bunch of cars. You're right. And it is – so it's kind of built into us as Americans. Like maybe that's what you're trying to say. Like we're just yeah, the materialism. It's just like yeah. yeah, it's kind of insane. Like you really don't need that much money. Like the the more I thought about it, like you don't you don't need that much money. And there are people that like I don't know. But no, I you know, know the truth. Like, <laughs> the truth. The truth is. Oh, and remember, it's your anniversary. Don't forget your anniversary uh, next week. But um. Oh yeah, thanks. Dude, Ah, the truth is it's all about like the good times and like the memories like it's kind of a cliche but it actually is true like in in the end like it's more about like what you did and like what you experienced then i mean because like you have because i have like and i was thinking the other day how crazy is our brain that we're able to like catalog all these memories from all these years like, don't do you find like you know how like high powered of a like computer that would be? That, like, isn't it crazy that you can just remember like random stuff from like twenty years back or whatever? Yeah, it's, it's insane. I, I've heard some theories though that it like it becomes like less and less accurate over time, or there's like some like idea of the or some memory of the memory of the memory, which is sort of yep. like uh, loses loses its. Uh, what's the word? Uh, Luster. Uh, I had a good word. I had a good word for it. Uh, <laughs> it it, lo- it loses the, the vividness, right? Or like the reality. Yeah, yeah. vividness. Fidelity is that a is that a word? What's high, like what's when you're like you have like a better re- oh res- resolution. resolution. Ooh, I like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> like a uh, yeah, but, but yeah, Eric said that like it's it's insane that that's uh, that that's possible that we're Dude, like wired right, to. I, be able to do that. I, is it my brain was thinking about how crazy, how like high powered my brain is the other day? You know what I mean? Like my brain <laughs> yeah. was thinking about itself. You know? <laughs> yeah. But it's That's true. The power of the meta. Yeah. Then you consider like, oh, you're like, I hope they cure Alzheimer's. So do you know how like they're trying to cure Alzheimer's now? And yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like they're they've made like game like they're pretty close. I think. And, like, you know how, like, that's what, like, it robs people of, like, all their memories. Like, think of how that's – it's almost like – it's like men in black when they have the the neuralizer, you know? It's almost like they get white. Yeah, or uh, eternal sunshine. Oh, exactly. Like, you are you kind of become, like, a zombie at that. Because, like, in a way, like, we are, like, our memories in, like, a weird – we're, like, a facsimile of – like, a – accumulation of everything we've done, you know, like, cause you know how like you get baked and you get like in the moment and you're like all, you just forget that you're actually like a walking, you know what I'm saying? You're just, you're everything you've ever done. You're yeah. yeah. Everything you've right. ever done leads up to, to, to right now. You ever consider that? Like every single thing you, yeah. everything you've ever made through. And then you're just sitting, I'm just sitting here in the park right now. You know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, the, <laughs> the memories, the memories, yeah, the memories create like the identity for sure. And then, uh, yeah, but it's good to like get in the present moment too, so that you realize that like all oh, that's kind of bullshit too, right? Like, 
once you like pull yourself into the into the president kind of. Well, it's because it's because some people's reputation precedes them. You know, like it's all the people that we talk about. Their their reputation is their identity. Like you know, I'm like right. everyone we're we're a fan of. It's just all the things they've ever done. Um, it, it's not necessarily who they are. Like you ever wonder like what are these people doing like right now? <laughs> like I find myself like fascinated with like famous comedians, you know. But yeah, like they're yeah, probably definitely. just like they're probably just in transit somewhere. Like they're always traveling. So um Yeah, on the subway. <laughs> yeah, or just or on an airplane or something, you know? Or in an Uber. But um <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah, or like Mark Norman's like on a scooter, you know, or like yeah, like Doug, Doug Doug Benson is smoking a bong somewhere, right? Or he's or yeah, Doug Mark Mark Norman, Doug, he's just like scooting. <laughs> he's like comedy, scooter. <laughs> no, but uh, Doug ben, Doug Benson is holding one of those giant gravity bong bags. Remember, like the garbage bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doug Benson's just like sitting somewhere watching, like, Family Guy, just holding it. That's what I imagine. You ever, like, consider, like, what are they actually doing? Because whenever we're listening to them, we're always listening to them at some other time in some other place because that's what, like, podcasts, you ever consider that? <laughs> You're like, I'm listening to like, right, the, right. Other, the other day, you know? Like, this isn't necessarily live, you know? Very, but, very um, bizarre. All right. I, I really got all right, it good dude. now. We're going to the, right. the farm pretty soon, but it's been a good, good chat. We had a good run today, yeah. And yeah, man. Also, yeah. So it's my sister's wedding is six days away. So um, oh uh, yeah, we'll have to tell her uh, congrats and yeah, that's exciting. And then next, we'll we'll talk like soon. We'll talk like right after her wedding. Let's try to make it like sooner than we've been taking like too long of breaks. You know, the people are craving yeah, us. Sounds good, man. The people want the let's bread. Do it. All right, let's do it. All right, have a good day. Have a good Saturday, dude. Yeah, you too, bud. Yeah. Peace.